0: Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
2: On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space...
1: If you were in that situation where people are taking advantage of you, where you're not setting your boundaries and it leads to you being resentful, you're lacking authenticity.
2: Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also... We release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit CultivatingHerspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon
1: tab. Welcome to Cultivating Herspace, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist,
2: and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be.
1: Hey, lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? And contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. All right. Our quote of the day. Kindness is spreading sunshine into other people's lives, regardless of the weather. The author of that lovely quote is unknown to us, but. I like what the quote represents for us in in terms of this discussion that we're going to have today about. Nice Girls Finishing Last. And really, the title, I, I feel like our our title of our episode is a little misleading for how we're going to dive into this. So, lady, if you looked at the title and you're listening based on the title, buckle up because we got something slightly different for you today. So, T, going back to our quote of the day kindness is spreading sunshine into other people's lives, regardless of the weather.
2: I'm just thinking, I'm like, hmm, I guess, you know what? I always saw kindness and being nice as one and the same. But after we did a little research, a little digging for our episode, and just kind of having personal experiences, I think that for me, this quote means that when you're kind, it's irrespective of how other people are treating you. It's just your vibe, your energy, the the joy and the good vibes that you exude without wanting anything in return. And so that's when I hear this quote, that's what I think about now.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Like it makes me really think of like this, the conversation that we're going to dive into and like makes me excited about being able to really dive into this conversation because I think that there's a lot of us out there who have one perception of what niceness is, and it might not be accurate. It might not be Mm -hmm. a realistic reflection of who you are or who you want to be.
2: There you go. I think you hit the nail on the head, Dom. We found so many good articles that really dove into this topic. And I don't know about you, Don, but there was one ink article, which we can add in the show notes lady, and there's a philosophy PhD student named Kelly Shi, and she was trying to just untangle the distinction between the two, right? Kindness yes. versus nic- niceness. And one thing that she shared here in the article, I'm just going to read it off because it's I think it's really powerful. It says, for example, is holding the door for someone nice or kind? Well, it depends on why you do it. If the underlying motivation is to create a favorable impression for the purpose of asking for a favor later, then the action can be considered nice due to its pleasing effect, but not kind without a sense of benevolence. Conversely, if the motivation is to spare the other person from extra effort or inconvenience, then the action can be considered kind as well as nice if it pleases the other person, she writes. And I'm like, oh, that's really good because it sounds like this has a lot to do with your internal motivator and not necessarily, yes. and your integrity, right? Not right. necessarily what other people will know. Cause I can be nice all day and people are like, Oh my gosh, she's so kind. But on the inside, I'm like, Well, I'm just doing this shit. Cause I want you to do something for me later. You know what I mean? Right. So I think this is all about how we can also boost our personal integrity as we move about in the world. But I thought that was a really powerful distinction there.
1: Yes. I, I did too. Because I think the thing that also came up for me and thinking about what it means to be nice is that. It might not necessarily be that I'm holding the door for you because I'm expecting something in return. It might be that I'm holding the door for you because I don't want you to dislike me. Right. Like I don't want you to say anything bad or negative about me because I didn't hold the door for you right Mhm so like i think it still goes back to that internal motivation so that's the underlying thing is the internal motivation but it can show up in different ways right like the motivator may be different
2: for sure and that makes me think about another example where sometimes you might hold the door open because you just think it's the right thing to do you're like i'm just going to hold the door open for this elderly person or maybe it's you know typically i hear men say oh there's a woman coming i'm going to open the door I open the door for whoever might be coming behind me if I'm able to, right? Or, mm-hmm. or a lady, let's talk about holding that elevator door open. That's oh. where the petty, that's oh. where the petty comes out. That's where the petty starts, okay? Yes. Yeah, I, I, we won't We have to go into that. But anyway, <laughs> Dom, have you, <laughs> I thought of a story and I was like, you know what, let me stop. <laughs> have you seen yourself kind of move into sort of like straddle the, I guess, the fence on being kind and nice in your life?
1: Yeah, like I, you know, as we were preparing for this episode, it made me really pause and reflect and think about how I have generally been described as nice. hmm Right? And when I step back and think about why people might describe me as nice versus kind. Mm-hmm. For me, it has a lot to do with you know recovering people pleaser, and so i I think about in the past in my, in the height of my people pleasing, <laughs> yes, it was really that niceness people would describe me as nice because I constantly gave them what they wanted,
3: mm-hmm. right,
1: So I was the person that if it's a group of us trying to decide on where we're going to go, it's my response is, well, I'll go wherever you want to go. Right. And then the perception is, oh, well, Dr. Dom is nice because. She allows us to make the decision on mm-hmm. where we go. When in reality, what that means is that I'm not putting my opinion out there. Right. I'm not putting my wants and needs out there. And so, of course, if you're the other person and I'm giving you everything that you want, yes, i'm mm-hmm. gonna be nice i'm gonna you're right. gonna consider me to be nice, right? Yeah, because yeah. i'm I made it easy for you, yeah, and so now, you know, as a recovering people pleaser, I think my intention now is to be kind.
2: Mhm Question. Do you think you can still be kind and have that same answer or response? Like if you're like, I really, I'm such a flexible person. I really don't care where we go for dinner, but maybe there's another case or another opportunity in your life where you're advocating and setting boundaries. Like, is there a world where you say this, you have the exact same response and you're being kind? Hmm. Yes. I think so too.
1: I think so. I think that the key is that, okay. So generally, maybe I am a flexible person and I want to go. I don't really have a preference on where we're going for dinner. Right. hmm. But really, am I that flexible that
3: I never have a preference on where mm-hmm. we go? Like
1: never, never, ever. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that every now and then I would. Right. And so I think like when we try to parse out those differences, like that kind person is the person who's going to say, "Okay, T, we're going out to dinner. You were just as we're planning dinner, you were just telling me how you had a really rough day. And so me being kind is going to say. Where do you want to go for dinner? Mm -hmm. Because I'm thinking about how you had a rough day. And maybe you have a place in mind, like something that's gonna feel a restaurant that's gonna feel soothing for you, right? Right. So I'm gonna say, we'll go where you want, right? But let's say that it's the reverse, right? That I'm the person who's having the bad day and we're trying to decide. And you say, well, you know, I'm really feeling going to this Thai spot tonight. I'm having a bad day and I'm like, T, I i know you're really feeling a tie spot but like what would really help me in in coming down from my bad day is if we went to this mexican spot mm-hmm. and so that's me being kind right because i'm acknowledging what you want but i'm also stating that i have a need as well
2: right that makes sense. I've definitely used these words interchangeably, so I can't wait to dive in deeper. Now, lady, before we dig in deeper, you should think about where you think you reside most often. We know you reside where the money resides, right? Yes, got I mean, to. We <laughs> all we all where the we all where the money reside, But in the context of the situation yes. in this conversation, <laughs> are you more so nice most of the time, or are you kind? And then, Dom, let's talk about what you're excited about in life right now, and then let's dive in deeper into. This conversation and why it's important for us to even have this conversation around being nice versus being kind, because this is very important, lady. You may not realize it, but this is very serious and it's important, okay? So we gotta dive in deeper. All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I wanna share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned, get those promo codes, and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation.
1: Lady, as you know, this month is Women's History Month. And it's a great opportunity to highlight the stories of Black women specifically. Black representation holds significant importance in conveying possibilities to everyone, not just those of us in the Black community. I can recall growing up watching Oprah Winfrey and the Black newscasters in my hometown of New Orleans, and it showed me the importance of sharing my own stories and using my own voice. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's latest collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Tracy Ellis Ross to Beyoncé's Renaissance, Michelle Obama to the women behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. There's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. What I
2: love most about Black Stories, Black Truths is the fact that the stories are from us and they cover topics we want to hear. I recently listened to an episode called "Tracy Ellis Ross is an Icon and our favorite rich auntie, and it was just such a breath of fresh air to hear her perspective on her new projects, what she loves most about podcasts, and how she feels about being called the rich Black auntie. It was good. Now, you know, Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be told about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts.
1: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So what are you excited about these
2: days, Dom?
1: You know, honestly, I'm I'm excited about us trying out Green Room, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's a new app from Spotify. And... It's a space where we can get on and you and I can engage in conversation with with the folks who are listening to us. And and I know, lady, as you're listening, particularly our listeners who have been rocking with us from like early on. And they said, when we how we can how can we connect? Like, we want to talk to you all like this is a great opportunity for you all to do so. We're doing this. Every Friday at 1.30 Pacific time, 4.30 East Coast time. And, you know, I'm excited to, like, just dive, have those, those moments of, like, real, authentic, like, in-the-moment conversation with folks. What about you, yes. T? What are you excited about?
2: I am excited um, about our Patreon content and the fact that we are going to be releasing video content with our episodes. Because we've been wanting to do this for so long, lady, and right, but we're both two busy working women. And so now we're going to be releasing our main episode on Patreon. Those episodes are usually anywhere from 25 to sometimes an hour long episodes. So you'll see video to accompany that. And then on the after show, you'll also see that video and audio on the, on Patreon. And the after show is basically where we let our hair down. It gets a little ratchet get even realer than we are on the podcast. <laughs> if you see us on video now, you might see that I'm actually feeding the baby right now. So, I mean, it gets real on Patreon. So you can just visit patreon.com slash her podcast and check out our episodes there. But that's what I'm excited for, Dom.
1: I think those are, like, we got some great things happening. So I'm excited to see the direction we continue to go. But let's dive back in to our conversation about Kindness versus niceness. So, T, mm-hmm. I, I shared a little bit about how I see myself fitting in there. What about you? Where do you where do you see yourself, or what reflections can you think of?
2: To be honest, Dom, I think we have a lot in common, and we have very similar personalities because I've been that person too, where people are like, "Oh, you're so nice." Like, I had a manager one time tell me, like. Introducing me to someone and she's like, oh, she's like the nicest person I've ever met. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I guess what the fuck does that mean? Like, wait, why do you think I'm that nice? I want to make sure I'm like setting boundaries and all these things. And it's funny because I actually had to set a boundary with that same person. And I kind of wonder like, does she still think I'm nice after having set that boundary? Right. But I would say same thing with me Dom. However, the older I get and, and honestly, after having a child, I feel a shift in me. Like I'm getting mm-hmm. my my big girl draws, you know, Like yes. I'm moving from the, from my, you know, young girl panties to my big girl draws. And I feel like I'm starting to set more boundaries and just still being a kind person because I really do value, you know, just other people's comfort in addition to my own and just making sure that we're all just, you know, living our best life. But I also am setting more boundaries, like setting boundaries more often than I was before. And so yeah. I see my sh- myself shifting from being nice to being kind. The last thing I'll say about this before we move on to why this is important is that I used to really value the perception of other people and like how other people per- perceived me. So oftentimes when I was being nice, it was because I felt this pressure to Sort of project positivity and exude positivity Mm -hmm. at all costs, even if I didn't really feel that way. And so it was disingenuous. So you might think I was being nice, but on the inside, I was like, I don't really want to do this shit. You know, I I didn't Mm -hmm. have a good attitude about it. So I've noticed a shift overall because ideally I would love for my inner world to reflect my outer world and how I show up. So I'm trying to get more in alignment with that as much as possible.
1: I love that. I I love that. And I think that that is. Something that all of us, right, are hopefully like striving towards, right? Like really figuring out how to be kind versus nice. And like, I love the description that you gave about boundaries, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and the need to have those boundaries and not let people kind of walk over those boundaries for the sake of avoiding conflict. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I think that all of those are characteristics or things that can happen when you are nice versus kind. Right. Yeah. That you it's some of it is stemming from being a people pleaser. Right. Some of it is stemming from lack of boundaries. Some of it is stemming from. Wanting to avoid conflict. Right. Like I know Mm -hmm. that 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 was something that. I would do for like that was part of that was all tied in together of like being that people pleaser and like being conflict avoided. Right. Yeah. That I didn't want to come across as as a mean person. Right. Mm -hmm. Or I didn't want to be aggressive or not wanting to fit the angry black woman stereotype. Right. Like all Mm -hmm. of those things can play into why we might be nice versus being kind, right? Yeah, that's spot on, Dom. And
2: I think that, I mean, it's so important for us to have this conversation and to work on shifting because, like you said, when you're nice a lot of times, I know for in my experience, let me speak from personal experience, you get taken advantage of for sure, even by well intentioned people. And that shit builds up, you know? Like if you constantly being taken advantage of, or you notice that people are constantly over talking, Like I remember being on this one team and they were like, I was just, I was very timid. And so people were like, oh, she's so nice because you can have your way and do whatever the fuck you want. And I ain't going to do shit. Like that's just who I was at that time. I had to grow to a certain place. And when you do that, when you, when people walk all over you, long enough, it gets tiring, it wears you down, and then Mm -hmm. it's like, damn, you might become bitter and not better, and then you might just start snapping on people. But it it builds up in you, right? And and that's not that's not fun. It's not a good way to live. And you deserve to put your like they say, put your mask on first. Like you deserve to set your boundaries and set the stage for how people treat you. And so I think that's why it's really important to move into kindness where you have good vibes, you're giving everyone good vibes, but the good vibes start with you.
1: Yes. Yes. Exactly. And I think, like, the thing that the word that kept popping up for me as you were describing that was authenticity, Mm -hmm. right? That, like, if you were in that situation where people are taking advantage of you, where you're not setting your boundaries, and it leads to you being resentful, you're lacking authenticity, right? And when you're lacking authenticity that leads for lots of other chaotic situations in your life as well. Right. Because then, yes. then people don't know how to really interact with you because you're not being your real self.
2: Can we zoom in on that real quick? Cause that is, we're all work in progress ladies. So as you listen to this, know that we are also working on becoming our best selves constantly, but yes. Dom, you just hit the nail on the motherfucking head. Okay. So girl, <laughs> I have a lot of empathy for people that don't know who they are and who yeah. I You know, how you can just meet someone and you can tell like, oh, this person is not very comfortable with themselves and they're still finding themselves. That was me. So I can spot it from a mile away. Mm-hmm. And there's some instances where I'm still working on becoming more comfortable and developing in certain areas. But I remember a time where I really did not know who I was. And I was really just kind of like, like a chameleon tossed to and fro. Like if everyone in this group is happy, I'm going to be happier. If this is what everyone wants to do. I'm just going to do that and didn't really know how to stand up for myself and set those boundaries. And now, although I have empathy for those people, because that person is me, that was me. Mm-hmm. It also makes me a little nervous being around someone that does not state how they feel because now it's like, wait, how do you really feel? Right. right. Because I, you're giving me one thing, but I'm a little nervous because I'm not sure like are you really comfortable? Like, do you have other thoughts? So I think it does a disservice to the people that we work with and the people we're around when we aren't honest because now people are, might be a little insecure. Like, well, I know what you're showing me. Like, I see the mask, but right. what's the real? What's the real?
3: real, like, real. What's really going yeah. on? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. That's, have you
1: noticed that? Yeah, I think that that's important, right? To like think about like. The impact that it has when you aren't honest with with yourself or with the other with other people because it all ties back it goes it all ties in right so it it looks like them may be taking advantage of you later on down the line because you're not being honest with them about how you're feeling, so they're like, Hey, so you know we have this big project coming up, and we need five people to work on it, so Terry. You want to be on that project and you say, Yeah, even though you know your capacity is at its max, or you just don't, you're not interested in that project, right? Mm -hmm. And you say, Sure, I'll do it because you're trying to be nice. And then now you're working on this
3: project and you're exhausted because you're
1: over capacity, or you might start. Saying some, I don't know, some foul shit to folks because, like, you just start letting it slip, right? Yeah. Because you're burned out and you're resentful that you're on this project. hmm When really, the kind thing would have been to say, thank you for considering me, but I'm not interested in being on this project right now.
2: That's a good point. I did think of another example down. Okay. And it kind of relates to something that we have talked about behind the scenes, but mm-hmm. I don't want to give too much detail cuz it's not something that we want to give a lot of detail about, but I think it's a really important example because I think this is real life and this is what some of us deal with. Now, just wink at me if you okay. catch my drift on like where I'm going and what I'm talking about. Now, okay, lady, let's say that you have a situation where there's a person at work and this person at work You all are in a situation where you have to choose a partner for a project that you're working on at work. And this person comes to you, but you're not really feeling this person. And you're like, yo, I don't really care for this person, but I know that this person is either a superior or they're like really close with the managers. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And so you're like, career-wise and like politically, Mm -hmm. it would be wise for me. You got me to (laughs) work with this person, but you're like, yo, I really don't feel this person. I feel like those are there, are, lady. There are many situations in life that we face where it would be in our best interest for either career development or for growth or just politically to, you know, play play the game, air yes. quotes, right? Yes. So I'm just curious. There's no right or wrong answer for this, but like Don, what is your perspective on those type of situations? Because I I have a thought in mind, but I want to hear what you what you think about that kind of situation. <laughs>
1: So I think in those types of situations, it becomes more complex and nuanced. And so you you want to take a step back and think about what's authentic to you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's political. Right. Like it could have some future implications for for your job. Right. Yeah. So there's one piece of it that's, you know. Well, how much does this particular project mean to you? Right? How much does having this, how important is having this connection? Right? And so then it, it, so it really becomes a question of evaluating values. Mm -hmm. So in this particular situation, which value is more important right now? Right? And then if we're going to respond from a space of kindness. Then we will tap into we will think about what is going to be empathic and take into account everybody's positionality in that moment. And so, you know, it may look like. Depending on where my values fall, it may look like me saying, you know, I know that this could have detrimental effects to me politically. But right now, in this moment, I don't feel comfortable working with this
3: particular person. Right. Or.
1: It could look like me saying. Politically, I really need this. And as much as I don't want to work with this person. Politically, that's what's more important to me right now. And so if I approach it from a kindness perspective. Then I allow myself to honor how I'm feeling. And then I speak with the person that I don't really want to work with around, like, what are some boundaries that would make it comfortable for me to work with them?
2: What are your thoughts? I love that answer. I think you are spot on. And I think it's situational. And I think, like you said, it really, I I love that you talked about just kind of sitting with yourself and, and being self-aware, right. And feeling your own feelings and like, Analyzing, okay, how do I feel about the situation? What do I value? Like, I love that, it, like, lady, this is not cookie cutter stuff. Like, that's why I'm right. so glad that Dom shared in that way because it really is situational. And also, I think it's about being strategic, right? And being sometimes strategic. We gotta be. Be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to be, right? And again, it goes back to what you value. Sometimes, like, I'm just saying, for example, if you're like a billionaire and you don't have to work with that person in your career is set and you don't need it, you're like, yo, I don't value that right now. It may not be the, the right option for you, right? But If you're in a different position, it might be. So I love that you pointed that out, Dom. And I think that gives us a great segue right into our strategies
1: for being kind. And the first will be being self-aware. Yes. Yes. I mean, I think that this, the example that we just talked through gave a really good illustration of what self-awareness looks like, right? So stepping back and really getting into yourself around and identifying What are the thoughts and feelings that are coming up in this situation? And what do you really need and want in this moment? So then that takes us to our next strategy, which is to focus on authenticity. And we talked about this already throughout the episode of like really just being real with yourself. Right. When I think about authenticity, I think about this. Okay. I already know what I'm about to say is going to ruffle some feathers and people might come for me in the comments and I'm okay with that because we're focused on authentic, on authenticity. So T, you know, when people say, when people ask you, how are you? Mm. Mm. Yeah. People passing in the street say, Walk by you, they say, "Hi, how you doing?" Or "How are hi? How are you?"
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What's the expectation in that conversation?
2: Oh, the expectation in most cases is lay down and be real with you. Is keep that shit short and simple to the point. Don't tell me all about what the fuck you are going through. I don't have time or the energy to take that in. Tell me you do, you're doing good and let's keep it pushing. Like, don't nobody want to hear all that. Honestly, when I, when I ask people though, I really do want to hear all that. Like, I'm that, I'm that person. And that's I kindness. Do. That oh, okay. is kindness. I was going to say, like, I really do want to, like, tell me, like, let's sit down and have a conversation, like, what's going on? No, but most people, they're just like, it's in passing. And if you start to tell them about what you're going through, they'll be looking like, bitch, I don't care about all that.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Like, I I know I see it a lot in the South. Right. And in and, and other places, oh. too. But definitely in the yeah. South where you pass everybody on the street. Doesn't matter if you know them or not. Hey, yeah. how you doing? I'm fine. Or I'm blessed. And then yeah. you keep going. Right. Yeah, and part of me is like, Dom.
2: Is it realistic to like have a conversation in depth about what you're going through? Do you want to tell people your business? No, but culturally, it is kind of a weird expectation that we have. To like, why even ask the question socially if we're not going to be about it? I guess
1: exactly. And so I've I've tried to start paying attention to that, to do like you do, right? Like if I'm asking, "How are you doing?" then. If I'm the one initiating it, right, then I'm trying to be more authentic around. I'm asking because I truly want to know. Like, I want beyond the, I'm okay or I'm fine. Like, I want, I want to know, like, what's the latest and greatest, right? And so that's the thing with kindness, though. It's about really being authentic. So not asking someone, you know, how are you doing when you don't really want to know? Right? Wait, I just thought of another one. Now, or like when you ask your partner,
2: you know, let's say you got a yummy cheesecake or some really yummy cookies, and you're like, You want some of this? And you'll be like, Y'all, you better it. not say yes. I know it's
1: not. Say
3: knew that
2: was I the thought about
1: this. <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't offer it if you don't really want to share it, right? Yeah. Be authentic. The next one,
2: which we've talked about all episodes, is to set boundaries.
1: Yes, set those boundaries. You know how to do this. And if, you, if you're still unsure, we have an episode on how to set boundaries and what to do if you violate someone else's boundaries or they violate yours. All right. Our final tip. Navigate conflict constructively. I think this one goes to that conflict avoidant person, right? So if we are operating from a space of kindness, we step into the con- the conflict, right? And we we act assertively. We don't act aggressively, we don't act passive. We are willing to hear what the other person wants and we are also willing to share what it is that we want. And we are also willing to acknowledge each person's feeling.
3: So just to recap, become self aware, focus on authenticity,
1: set boundaries and navigate Conflict Constructively.
2: And we do have an episode for that, for the conflict resolution one. So be sure to check that out. And lady, we got to let you know, we have well over 100 episodes. So make sure you check the archives. We've talked about boundaries, imposter syndrome, infertility, polygamy, narcissist, and more. So you can literally just Google a keyword along with our podcast name, and that should help you find exactly what you're looking for. Now we are about to head on over to Patreon to record the after show, so we hope to see you there. Hey lady, it's Terry here from Cultivating Her Space. Are you tired of working hard for your money? Do you want your business to run smoothly when you're out of office? If you want to learn how to automate your business cash flow and increase your impact and influence, join me for my free workshop at brandwithterry.com. Again, that's brandwithterry.com. My name is Bell T-E-R-R-I. Hope to see you there, lady.
1: Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, Please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider.
2: If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website, cultivatingherspace.com. And be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. Greatness is my birthright, so I no longer ask for permission.